listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Mother dear, may I go downtown instead of out to play and march in the streets of Birmingham in a freedom march today? No, baby. No, you may not go. For the dogs are fierce and wild and the clubs and hoses and guns and jails aren't good for a little child. But mother, I won't be alone. Other children will go with me and march the streets of Birmingham to make our country free. No, baby, no, you may not go. For I fear those guns will fire. But you may go to church instead and sing in the children's choir. She has combed and brushed her night dark hair, bathed and bathed rose petal sweet, and drawn white gloves on her small brown hands and white shoes on her feet. The mother smiled to know her child was in the sacred place, but that smile was the last smile to come upon her face. For when she heard the explosion, her eyes grew wet and wild. She raced through the streets of Birmingham, calling for her child. She clawed through bits of glass and brick, then lifted out a shoe. Oh, here's the shoe my baby wore. But baby, where are you? Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a mm-hmm. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's right. Tuesday. It is uh, two more days to Black Panther. Yes, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also, um, you know, we have our, our Black Guy Who Tips store in Teespring. I mean, Tee Public, but Tee Public right now. Um, just got the phone with them, and they're going to extend the sale on our shirts until the end of the Black History Month. So mm-hmm. you have that to look forward to if you want to get some really uh, some really like uh, great deals on Black Guy Who Tips paraphernalia um just go to our tea uh tea public store it's 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 a, it's it's a, it's it's gonna help us out guys i'm just saying and it'll help you out i've been getting emails all day people buying shirts also <clears throat> i forgot to tell y'all this yesterday but i also put up one of the logos that we didn't put up on the tea on the other store because mm-hmm, it was so complicated right so there's a logo that has a microphone and it's in a circle and it just says the black guy who tips mm-hmm. uh podcast and i know a lot of people you know would like that and that's been a, the hot seller right now everybody's getting one so uh yeah 14 dollar t-shirts get them while they last for the rest of the black history month y'all black history mm-hmm the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme that's right uh time to get into uh get into the show okay guys uh matter of fact where can we start um oh i know where we need to start You have the answer So 
tell me what I want to know. Do you want a phone? Do you want a phone? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want a phone, let me show you how. Do you want a phone with me? Do you want a phone with me? Be all the way to Black Panther. Um, yeah. Now it's time to get into the horrible news about oh, LGBTQ no. people. All right. Um, man, where do we start? I guess to start at the bottom and work our way up. A uh, transgender woman, Tanya Harvey, was fatally shot in Buffalo, New York. Uh, thirty. She's a thirty-five-year-old. What well, was a thirty-five-year-old transgender woman? She was fatally shot Tuesday in Buffalo, New York. And what is at least the third homicide of a transgender person in the United States so far this year? In January, Aww. trans activist Krista Lee Steele uh, Newslin, who was uh, killed by her husband um, in Massachusetts uh, later that month. Vicky Gutierrez, a trans woman living in Los Angeles, was found dead in her home after a fire. Her death was later ruled a homicide. Um, the Buffalo News reported on Thursday that Harvey's death is the first concern, confirmed homicide of the year in Buffalo, a city with more than 256,000 people. Harvey was fatally shot in a dead end street around 5.30 p.m. on a Tuesday and declared dead at the scene. According to social media posts by friends, Harvey also went by the nickname Keita. One uh, friend wrote on Facebook on Wednesday, not only was she beautiful, she was strong. Everything she put her mind to, she did it with conviction. Another wrote, rest in peace, Keita, a.k.a. Tanya Harvey. She was murdered this week. She was so sweet and loving. Initial reports by Buffalo Police and local media misgendered Harvey, as they often do. Um, And the police are looking into some possible early leads. Um, So we'll see. Uh but yeah the, of course the murder rate of especially trans women of color continues to be uh ridiculous um oh. yet another trans woman was killed friends up in arms because she was misgendered this is in jacksonville florida so this is not the same person wow as uh, the second trans murder within a week according to uh, the advocate last sunday 36 year old celine walker was found shot to death in an extended stay at america hotel around 8 p.m the advocate reports florida sun times union misgendered walker referring to her as a man based on information given to her by the jacksonville sheriff's office yeah the sheriff's office and uh the meat i mean is often complicit in the misgendering and also uh oftentimes family yes. depending on if they approved quote-unquote of uh of the person they might misgender this person all the way to to death you know correct um a friend of walker's posted on facebook that they called the jacksonville sheriff's office to correct the record but they were told the department does not refer to people as transgender not even (laughs) wow uh there are several parts of the story that just that's i'm sorry it just pissed me off because it's such a small thing to deny someone but it's such a huge thing when you talk about somebody's dignity to just be like mm-hmm. yeah we're just not gonna do it uh it's not that we couldn't we, we just, just refuse right Fuck we just that. don't want to there are several parts of the story that disturbed me very much naomi Mike- michaels wrote on facebook one is that jacksonville is home to some of the most amazingly talented trans women i know that being said you think that the city could have some type of policy for dealing with the death and pe- murder of trans people but they don't um mm-hmm. she did ask that folks contact the police and media 
the response to miss jandrian walker as reported by uh, this left blank but just days ago 35 year old tanya Keita harvey of buffalo new york was the third black transgender woman killed in the u.s this year she was killed february 6th just days after walker making her the fourth trans woman killed this year Ooh. um so yeah that's just uh the 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 the, the insult to injury of misgendering somebody Mm-hmm. after they die just because as a matter of just we don't a policy we don't even want to that's so wild that's so fucked up um marlon brando's son and richard pryor's daughter have something in common what's that they denied that their fathers slept together y'all can say what y'all want to say about that now, i have no idea how they would know right they may not I, even been born during that time who knows because i don't know how old they are i don't know who my parents slept with come on other than to produce me and my brother which i take them at their word for since they did take care of us all our lives and still stay in contact (laughs) but in general i mean how the fuck i'm supposed to know right um yet another child of a hollywood legend has commented on their father's alleged sex life marlon brando's son miko brando said his father did not sleep with richard Pryor, as quincy jones colorfully revealed in his vulture interview yeah your word don't mean nothing dog like mm, don't nobody believe you keep in mind quincy jones story was confirmed by richard pryor's widow jennifer who later told vulture richard just saw himself as a sexualized creature who wasn't afraid of exploration and experimentation shortly after quincy's comments pryor's daughter rain denied the slam i mean the claim and uh jennifer's validation saying daddy did not have relations with brando Miko has now sided with Pryor's daughter telling TMZ the Marlon Brando family has heard recent comments by Quincy Jones and we are disappointed that anyone makes such a wrongful comment about either Marlon Brando or Richard Pryor. He did not comment on whether his dad would have fucked a mailbox any other than men Jones name. In my opinion, maybe I might be wrong, but I think they're just coming out because they're like, oh, what you ain't gonna say is my daddy is gay. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I really think that that's what they, regardless of who the other person is, they go, no, 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 my daddy wouldn't, you don't know what your daddy would have done. Like, you know, were you there? No? Okay, you don't know. Or even by, right? Because, right. like, we're not even saying, you're not technically even saying they were necessarily gay. I mean, Correct. they went on and they had relationships with women, they had mm-hmm. children and shit. It's, it's not necessarily they were gay, I mean, mm-hmm. but, I mean, but the way for a lot of, um, i saw you know it's a lot of old school way of thinking i saw right. someone on that, facebook that said they had they had posted this story and it was like richard Pryor. there is no buy for a man there's no experimentation for a man women can do that but not men uh richard Pryor and all these they just gay and i'm like i mean with that binary ass old school thinking of course but i mean we who i don't know just but, gonna be that stupid you're gonna right, die that stupid and, and people it's hard for people to accept the fact that when it comes to those things it's fluid and a lot of times people have just accepted that women can be fluid but men can't be fluid and that's not a true statement at all um and the reason why i i use uh gay in that instance because yeah a lot of old people you know I me mean, will be like yes. i'm they're not gay. i know you weren't speaking to your mentality right. you're speaking to theirs i understood i understand perfectly um so uh richard Pryor's daughter says her father didn't sleep with marlon brando here's what she said though why this sudden need to drag daddy through the hollywood mud i find it tasteless and infuriating 
at least get the details right but of course we live in an age of faux news is real unless we disagree for our own agendas and people need to stay relevant by dishing dirt but i mean your daddy was a very open public figure who talked about all types of things like publicly why is this considered dragging him through the mud it's not like why why is it considered because people are talking and she's just like y'all are just talking about my daddy so i'm just offended that y'all would dare say these things about my father my same father who made jokes about you know setting himself on fire and things like that like you know because some people are very sensitive about their parents Mm-hmm. and i think that you know this particular person might be just like hey they tired of going on social media and just seeing uh everybody isn't on the joke train like you know we make fun of stuff like that but a lot of people are like really just heavily attacking and i think from her perspective she's like i'm just tired of people attacking my daddy right but you don't have to perceive this as an attack no you don't you but shows to perceive the idea of him having sexually experimented with a man to or being bisexual or what like however you want to phrase that you chose to perceive that as an attack and putting him through the mud you didn't have to perceive it that way Mm-mm. what is so negative about the idea that he might have slept with a dude that would make you say this is obviously a negative thing unless you, you know if someone home. said he fucked eartha kit you wouldn't be out here talking about don't drag him through the mud Mm-mm. you know what i mean like it's that weird type of it's it's the internal homophobia that drives you that way but you don't but you, I don't even know if you understand why you're saying the kind of person that says this that understands that oh I'm being homophobic I I just said the worst thing in the world that could happen is my dad who is a known you know drug addict known criminal raised in a whorehouse all this shit uh, the worst thing that you could say about him is that he ever would have uh, had sex with a man you know I mean the dude had talked about sucking dick in his act but somehow that was you know it's just wow that people took it so negative it didn't have to be you just and, and you're your child you're the kid and she's a kid from his second marriage not even his first so you just you don't really fucking know Mm-mm. all you had to do is be like man i don't know you know that's quincy jones that's what he said i don't know yeah, i don't I'm know a child my, right, so how I, would i know right i don't know what my daddy did how are you gonna come out and speak on something when you truly truly have no idea yeah so um yeah she said um instead of putting labels on it richard just saw him oh wait that was his uh, she said daddy did not have uh relations with brando there were no trips to the south pacific oasis no flowers or love notes between not even a film role bottom line this man richard Pryor, is not your hollywood scandal performance he is our daddy he is our perfect imperfection he's our legacy and we are most certainly his go so get a life and focus back on what's really going on in the world okay she also said quincy jones is is losing his mind no i don't think so no nah you know because the, the other people who he talked about you know those fuck them people though right like you talking about my daddy and you know on the low like you said it's one of those things where she don't want to come out and say it but she has a problem with bisexuality and and uh home and uh people being uh gay like mm-hmm. she don't want to come out and say i have a problem with it or my family or whoever she's representing in the family because i guarantee everybody in the family don't feel that way but she quote unquote is the one that chose to speak out because who, who who are these other people in the family that's coming out and speaking out nobody right 
uh lesbian miami catholic school teacher fired for marrying her girlfriend teacher at a miami catholic school was fired after she married her girlfriend parents up in arms at saints peter's and paul um catholic school's decision and are demanding answers after jocelyn morphy a beloved teacher was dismissed uh the first grade teacher who had taught at the school for nearly seven years returned to her job wednesday after marrying her partner in the same sex wedding ceremony over the weekend that's when she learned that she had uh, she was no longer employed this weekend i married the love of my life and fortunately i was terminated from my job unfortunately i was terminated from my job as a result in their eyes i'm not the right kind of catholic for my choice and partner the school informed parents of their decision in a letter but did not cite the reason for letting morphe go um a group, of, a group of about 20 students gathered at the school demanding an explanation from the principal right um so yeah here's my thing are they firing teachers for blending wearing blended fabrics are they firing teachers for living out of wedlock with somebody else are they firing teachers for having children out of wedlock are they firing teachers for you know um lying about shit like what what are y'all firing teachers for like what's the whole big picture yeah you find teachers for racism if they have an affair can you, are you firing them like what are what's the rules on who gets fired because if not it just seems like you're firing somebody for being openly gay and i don't understand how that would disqualify them from doing their job um now obviously it's a catholic school you can make the argument you knew this when you got the job blah 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 well i'm just saying that's fucked up you know just because this is their policy doesn't make it okay and you know that they're not really truly standing behind the policy because they're not coming out and saying this is why we fired her right they're saying we won't tell you why we fired her so everything was cool i get married come back on monday i don't got a job you know what i mean i wasn't written up before this but what happened archdiocese of uh miami spokeswoman mary ross augusta confirmed morphe's firing saying the teacher had broken her contract as a teacher in catholic school their responsibility is partly for the spiritual growth of the children one has to understand that in any corporation institutional organization there are policies and procedures and teachings and traditions that are adhered to if something along the way does not continue to stay within that contract then we have no other choice of course same-sex marriage is legal in florida and has been since 2015 man that's recent um but yeah yeah for a lot of states it wasn't legal until it passed federally a lot of people fail to realize that you had pockets of states that passed the law that said yeah years ago but most states fought against that shit and even then they still fought against it until they were forced (laughs) to pass it that shit is still in court till today one of the wild parts of this is that the parents organized and some of the kids organized but only one parent said she would consider consider taking her kid out of that school so as long as they got the money is it really that outrageous and even when you had the people that objected it was 20 people out of however many people in that school right so how upset can they really be um not that upset an oklahoma restaurant owner says he won't serve gay or black customers Hmm. niggers and jews niggers and jews just sticking together and gays and blacks uh <laughs> yeah and that's why when you know when people talk about nazis and shit like that it's like hey these people on some white supremacy shit just because they quote unquote going after the jews don't mean they won't don't mean your black ass ain't on the the, the no don't come over here list too 
yeah we just had that um atlanta uh, that georgia bar owner that was like i want like all the all the drag queen people ended up stopped coming to his bar and stuff because he turned out to be racist about obama and shit um at any rate uh restaurant in enid is getting heat after one of its patrons posted a pretty strong message on social media about discrimination the restaurant and the bar have been open for more than four decades aquarius quite carries quite the reputation gary james owner of gary's chikaroos uh chikaros i don't know uh i've been in the business for 44 years old i think i can spot a freak or a faggot he said he added i don't deal with these people walking down the street with no jobs on welfare if i reached over there and slapped the shit out of you you should be offended but to call someone a chink or someone called me a bigot that doesn't bother me now i wave a comments on facebook claim he refuses to serve african-americans hispanics and people with disabilities because all that bigotry shit is connected right i don't know why people don't understand that they're cousins they really are cousins and depend on the situation they're brothers and sisters like you you got one you got the other you dig deep enough you're gonna have the other one that's down the line like if 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 you're homophobic you're probably racist if you're racist you're probably something else like these isms always always go together and people always act shocked and surprised people don't want to pick one river to go down and act like the other rivers don't intertwine and intersect somewhere else yeah the thing that bothers me is i know black people uh black men in particular that will say shit occasionally like look man if you don't want to make gay if you don't want to make a cake for gay people you shouldn't have to make a cake for gay people i mean if if i own a business and a racist person come in there i don't want to have to serve them and shit like that and i'm like one of those two things aren't the same no they're not You're automatically comparing being gay to something negative but let's compare it to being black your black ass is a goddamn lie that if you went to get a wedding cake and they told you oh we didn't know this was for a black wedding you can't have one you'd be like well that's his right let me just leave you would be pissed and rightfully so your rights are protected by the fucking um you know by the constitution and and amendments to it like so you're so now that we got our shit protected as a class that you can't fire me for being black that you can't fucking um deny me service at a restaurant for being black um now that we made it through the door we're like ah oh, don't even compare gay shit to black shit it's not the same meanwhile the people that are biggest don't give a fuck about your black ass or somebody being gay y'all the same to them the same and that's the only part of it that matters it's fucked up because um that trickle down justice shit, shit is so bullshit because once somebody gets their foot into the door when as long as there's like a patriarchal situation or a privileged situation that you're stepping into you could give less of a fuck about everybody that you've considered quote-unquote beneath you so now you're on the inside and the only way that that shit functions is that it has to be people left on the outside so you got a bunch of motherfuckers sitting around like yo don't even compare us to that shit that's that's some bullshit that means your black ass would be red, be mad that this dude said he don't want no welfare people walking out the street that coming in his bar and he don't want to serve you but then if a gay person was like and he won't serve me too you'd be like hey that's his right that's his business can't make him do what he don't want to do but you better serve me though right but you don't but you don't understand that you homophobic anyway um he doesn't like certain people certain people of race color ethnicity uh said uh matt guard who is a uh, regular at the restaurant for years or was i guess he said he turned a blind eye to the owner's choice of customers until recently wonder what happened 
he said now he tried to find a weak excuse not to let me in with my wheelchair or a weak excuse of throwing loud people having loud people with me so he waited till you couldn't come in no more got it got it you was cool with this shit and then one day he said uh speaking of which i'm not too fond of the niggers not too fond of the wetbacks not too fond of the chinks um and i'm not too fond of you and your wheelchair now you can't come in and then you went why i never i cannot believe this is an indignity and an outrage and i sir will tell the news i shall go straight to the news and tell everyone that for 30 years i drank in this spot every day and i watched you be racist and homophobic and bigoted but when you were ableist i said not today satan fuck that man right and like these (laughs) other groups couldn't have fell in the category that you're in Mm-mm-mm. i had to get turned away for a steak dinner he said it's about his disability jane said came that that was not the case jane said he created an issue you only have one time here you create an issue you're out forever gar and at least 140 others posted on the facebook page that said jane's attitude crossed the line to discrimination even the business t-shirts is viewed as offensive the shirt features derogatory slogans against homosexuals it has the n-word on the front and threatens violence against muslims minorities and democrats jane said he is proud to wear the shirt he said i really don't want gays around any man that will compromise his own body will compromise anything gar said the people who still go back and patronize the business are condoning his behavior and how he treats others spider-man pointing to spider-man that is spider-man pointing to spider-man you were the guy that was condoning his behavior until he kicked you out you were straight with all this mm-hmm. so see that soon she let you back in you go back to no not y'all right wow mm. gar said the people still go back and pay on jane said well if you work you own the business pay your taxes and you're more than welcome here if you own welfare stay at home spend your money there strong words in a small town that had, where no one has challenged his business practices the Office of Civil Rights Enforcement is the Division of Oklahoma Attorney General's Office, which investigates cases of discrimination uh, in employment, housing, and public accommodation based on race, color, religion, sex, nationality, origin, disability, and age. So maybe they'll look into his ass. Mm-hmm. And what people fail to realize is that uh, a lot of these rights that we have are starting to slowly erode. So, you know, a lot of these white people that get mad and angry about shit that directly affects them, y'all rights gonna be taken away too because they try and take away the brown people and the Muslims and the nigger rights. So yours is gonna slowly slip away too. I'm just mad my homeboy used to wheel himself up in there every fucking Come on every week and be cool with that dude being a piece of shit racist until dude told him you can't come in here and then he was like I'ma tell everybody. Like that's some wild shit right there to me oh man a transgender woman in a missouri prison will be allowed life-saving health care good uh right oh some rare good news i mean other than the being in prison stuff jessica hicklin a trans woman serving time in missouri's potassi correctional center will receive access to hormone therapy and gender affirming treatments after federal court granted her request in a preliminary injunction on friday i keep going like are you kidding me i get to be the woman that i am even just trying to explain it my eyes are fogging up hicklin 38 told buzzfeed news in a phone call from the mineral point prison on saturday i have so much hope for the future now you mean a skype call well phone call for this prison particularly i don't know if they've monetized like those new orleans uh 
the missouri department of corrections had denied the transition related care recommended by hicklin's doctors including hormone therapy access to women's commissary items and regular hair removal because she wasn't diagnosed with gender dysphoria before she was sent to prison what's known as uh, freeze frame policy hicklin was sentenced to life in prison without parole in 1995 when she was convicted of first degree murder and armed criminal action for shooting and killing a man during a drug-related incident she was 16 years old when she began serving time her doctors and psychologists testified that she has severe anxiety and depression and has at times been suicidal as a result of being denied treatment and access to commissary items that align with her gender i wanted to have hope that it was going to happen and when it didn't i had to convince myself every night when i went to bed how am i going to go on how am i going to keep doing this hicklin said i was just explaining to my therapist the other day i can't even take myself uh take myself in the mirror anymore and to think i'll actually be happy to look in the mirror that's actually going to be me not this other person judge noel c collins wrote in a preliminary injunction that hicklin has shown that she would suffer irreparable harm if she had to continue living without hormone treatment hair removal and women's commissary items while waiting for the case to be finalized um yeah and considering the high rate of suicide and whatnot i mean you little they literally might have saved her life i mean nigga 16 though mm-hmm. she's 38 right 16 you might not even recognize how big a deal this is and what's possible and what's not you know at 16 you know um at any rate i mean that's kind of good news you mm-hmm. know so let's just move on before anything else happens i know i know oh and uh and i I guess i can uh pose this question am i the only one that my feet is like emma frost we got the same feet just cold all the time my feet stay cold y'all and i do be warming up on you i still don't understand the math of uh why you can't just put on some socks before mm-hmm. you get in the bed Mm-mm. it just doesn't make sense because you can always just put on some socks you can wear socks around the house and then your feet like won't be so socks. cold but then you put your cold feet on me mm-hmm. and that's very uh very disrespectful you warm you like a walking electrical blanket yeah uh it's abuse is what it is <laughs> okay i don't say that lightly <laughs> now, i don't know how it works in same sex relationships but a lot of us men are being abused because we're perfect well then don't be so hot we're a perfect night you can't blame that's victim blaming we're a perfect 98.6 degrees warm and then your girl gets in the bed every night and put her cold ass feet on you <laughs> which saps your warmth and then you it makes you cold and that hurts your immune system and then you end up getting sick and then she on twitter talking about men are such babies when they get sick they want everything well nah you never sick because you took all the fucking heat from me that's ridiculous i'm getting in the bed with pants and socks on from now on i know you ain't yeah i am Mm-mm. i sick will do a shit. one woman protest it just had to be a protest then yes it will I, be a very cold protest i will be protesting every night side of the bed a one woman protest i'm fine with that Mm-mm. this will not end well i'm fine it's i'm sick of it and men we need to we need to deserve we deserve better Mm-mm. okay we we do so much for our for our families and for our loved ones just to come home and get abused every night with some icicle feet that could have just had some and socks on. I don't know on. why my feet is cold. I cannot explain why. I don't know why they just get cold. Mm-hmm. Men are warmer than women anyway. Right, but that's our business. It has nothing to do with ah! you. 
has nothing to do with you anyway um i can't take your body no stand up for yourselves guys okay it's time for us to to make sure that and by the way i mentioned this on twitter Ah, i know that's why i said it and um there was a lot of responses yeah it was people responses was hilarious some people i mean most people took it in the light in the humor that it was meant to be right um and then there was some women that was like uh you know um like only one person really had a good argument uh for why women do this and uh, i forget her i won't say it's melissa lynette and she said that um if it wasn't for this then what's the point of even having a man and i was like that's that's a valid point <laughs> you know we the brand of man is not very high like at all is it there's not a lot of services we provide mm-hmm. and the if, stock is low once they make a sex bot that can warm up the bed come on you can put your cold feet on right but they already um, got the bot the female bot that can cook and shit and clean up right i mean you could buy a heat blanket but it ain't the same anyway the point being i that was a valid point but the but the people you don't know the people that got on my nerves y'all it was not uh because i also did ask how does it work in same-sex relationships because who knows right right i don't know how to work the gender dynamics of that shit um but um the one thing i would add though is um all the cucks that was in my mentions talking about oh you know i just let her put a cold feet on me i like that that Ah! fuck you nigga you lying piece of shit i understand you want to impress these people and shit you want everybody think you a good decent human being and there's nothing wrong with being a good decent human being but you are a motherfucking lie if somebody come while you in the dead of your motherfucking sleep and put ice on your shins you just gonna be like oh thank god are you like those people in those fucking geico commercials where it's like some people like walking into the doors (laughs) some people like when they car uh overheats on the highway oh, like, i love them commercials yeah like motherfucker that's a physical body response that's not it has nothing to do with love or any of that shit literally your body physically will say what the fuck is this waking me out of my sleep it's so goddamn cold that is not that's why men die early because of shit like this okay like what is wrong with y'all uh you got the pick me's the pick me's right there's a bunch of pick 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 me dudes on my mentions i like i tried to ignore them because i was like this is such a lot like listen i love women i love my wife i love being in love we do not have to fucking lie though bruh we (laughs) if i just if i just put fucking ice packs in under your sheets at night you would be like i'm going to kick your ass who the fuck did this okay stop lying what the fuck who is impressed by this i swear to god i know valentine's day is tomorrow so maybe it was an alley-oop to the guys and y'all was hoping some woman some cold lonely woman is gonna look at your motherfucking tweet and be like you know what i need a fucking foot warmer all right and i'll just take what i can get today but let me tell you something that shit was a lie and ladies don't trust these motherfucking men that told that goddamn lie (laughs) They, they probably serial killers or some shit ah! it's not true you can't start a relationship on the foundation of a fucking lie dog don't go for that i know a lie when i see one all right like i will i will take the fucking uh cold feet or whatever every night i've been doing it for years obviously <laughs> know, it's not right? gonna stop 
but no. but it, i can be honest if you like don't nobody like that shit it's, it's one thing to say i'll tolerate it it's a whole nother motherfucking other horse to be like i like it you lying piece of shit unless it's some bdsm shit and you got a safe word no. what the fuck are you talking about oh I, you know what else i like electricity just electrocute me to death i don't give a fuck no. fuck you man piece of shit lying motherfuckers have a goddamn have a backbone it's okay that's why people don't believe y'all because they be it's the pandering part of it you know what i mean it's like when people say i don't trust men as feminists it's like i don't trust anyone that panders obviously like you don't have nothing you don't have nothing nigga that you would be like actually you know what if a woman did that to me that would be kind of fucked up nothing nigga nothing <laughs> ain't even like i said and then i get out of bed and beat her i'm just like nah it just sucks <laughs> It's just you get cold and you be like, oh man, your feet cold. What the fuck? That's it. That's it's a That's one as far as it goes. It's a two, two second interaction and niggas was lying about that shit. I was so mad. I was, oh my god, I didn't even want to go on a rant because I didn't even feel like fucking going into it. But come on, man, just fucking be honest for once in your life and be like, you know what, dog, I feel you. Or don't say nothing. If you the one point, if you the point oh 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 one percent of motherfuckers out here that's like, mm 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 can't wait to have some cold feet on me every night <laughs> if you that motherfucker good for you don't tell me stay the fuck out of my face you know that shit ain't no you know that's not common just like no woman would like that shit what are you no. talking it ain't got nothing to do with gender a human fucking being has a body and your body is at 98.6 degrees and your body is gonna react to cold shit what the fuck are y'all talking about oh my god oh that was the worst lying uh have some integrity it's just called integrity you know everything don't have to be like all day about thirst <laughs> jesus Go christ right. oh you know what i love I'll, I'll tell you what man i love when my woman just come in and pour hot grits on my face it's the best thing in the world to me i i, I could deal with it fuck out of my face uh, anyway uh, uh i don't know how we got out of the middle right lying lying ass lying just for no reason for no reason oh you, i hate when i have too much covers in my house i love to sleep out i love to sleep from under the covers and just freeze all night that's what i'm into so any latest that's cover hogs call your boy and i hope you snore Ooh, snoring it's so sexy to me that's how you know you love somebody fuck out of here it's not sexy it's okay to be human dog you fucking creep you a creep something's those mother, some, we gonna find bodies in them niggas' bases. I should have favorited those tweets. <laughs> those dudes are gonna be in the Me Too movement for sure. Cause they definitely lying. They definitely <laughs> done grabbed a titty or something to, by lying to people. No, I don't, when I see women, I'm not even attracted to them. They're just like amorphous robots to me. I just don't even, fuck out of here, man. <laughs> anyway. Um, alright, what was we in, <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, you know let's just move into some other shit uh do <laughs> fucking with black people um lying pieces of shit man <laughs> like this shit don't matter it's like, i mean you still a dude i mean because the you dudes that were responding were heterosexual men mm-hmm. that were saying that you know like oh coincidence all the lgbtq people that responded of the various types of like responses nobody said i love cold feet Mm-mm. fuck out straight men will say anything they'll literally say anything for pussy yes they so crazy like it's it's so crazy i can never tell who's like for real and who's not because i'll be like 
niggas will say anything and sometimes they go too far and i'm like oh you'll just say anything okay that was this example of a nigga just say anything anything you know but i guess i'm speaking from a place of privilege i've never been that lonely so maybe if i was that fucking lonely i'd be out here like you know what i i love when people just slam the car door on my on my hand i just listen if that's what you into like fuck out of here man have some respect you know like you know what feminism because a lot of lonely dudes don't do that shit i'm not right. lonely I'm, but single dudes i just never been that lonely right maybe they that lonely they out here lying but because feminism is different from men like yes it is men like men aren't really feminist it's it's just like it's, it's kind of like brad pitt in 12 years a slave when that th- these niggers are people that's about as Shut close about as good as it's gonna get that's about as close as most men can get because society is conditioned these us to women be all people yeah it's like i i it's like how'd you come to that conclusion i just imagined her as a person and thought that's wrong that's fucked up what happened like, to that human right but like i just looked beyond her titties ass and thighs and went well she might be have a point right most men see women as just like glory holes that they have, have personalities and shit like they got bullshit that they have to put up with just to get to the pussy like if you like feminism for men is like if i'm around a dude and they see a woman and they'll be like damn that bitch got some big ass titties and i'll be like hey hey be respectful and they'll be like that bitch got some big ass memory glands nah i'm like thank you <laughs> for having some respect that's about the most you got yeah, just bring it down a notch bring it down you're not gonna me don't have that it's the you know it's the thing i try to say on twitter where it's like i have conversations offline with people sometimes and it'll cross over into what some would consider like a feminist territory but it's also not some textbook academic shit because niggas ain't trying to hear it no they're not like i like i hate to be the the everyday conversation you don't give a fuck about you they don't want to hear the one that the sores at them they're gonna look at you like nigga i don't give a fuck about that yeah if i literally just said like well listen man let me tell you something uh, i was reading the other day so uh have you ever thought about this they'd be like man get the fuck out of my face but if you say like listen man um you gotta understand you know what affirmative consent is just that phrase right there eyes rolling everything so it's different man but it's a certain level of shit that i'll see like online and i'm like come on man no one's that fucking of good of a person and right. that, and it's okay no like one of the things I, I want people to understand is when people are coming from a marginalized place they know the oppressor more than the oppressor knows themselves right so the authenticity is what people can understand and vibe with they're not really disappointed or let down by the fact that you're a human being that Mm-mm. has privilege it's more about the let down uh like it's even more let down to be the fake ass motherfucker like i don't do blank and it's like then i find out you do it because you're human and everybody else like you does it then it's a let down because now you don't lie to me you know and it's such a small thing but it was just pissing me off so much yesterday i i love cold feet on me fuck out of here no you don't but like say you like contact say you like physical touch and intimacy yeah, somebody do. was like imagine hating intimacy this much i was like man fuck you dog that don't got nothing to do with intimacy cold feet the fuck are you talking about it's not even the same it's not <laughs> even the same what are you t- like that's like <laughs> imagine you know what i hate i hate when i go to sleep and you know my husband or wife has a cold and they're coughing all night and now i can't get to sleep because they've been coughing uh imagine hating love that much wow ah! what an abusive not piece that much of shit. 
wow good grief we went to the extreme good grief hating intimacy no i hate cold fucking feet on me nigga <laughs> and also another dude like oh my god i swear to god y'all one dude said this shit about i love this cold feet i he said it's nothing he said it's nothing it's not it has nothing sexual to do it i look I, I you know it's just about intimacy i said okay cool cool you and your homeboy chilling on the couch your homeboy is like whoo my feet cold you mind if i stick my cold feet on your ass real quick then what you but oh yeah of course man shit and it's, it's fine with me you know i, don't I, I love cold feet. fuck out of here no you don't stop lying just stop like you'll start a fucking website coldfeet.com hey man Shit, it might be a website called that looking for some cold feet tonight you know what i'm saying just some icicles the colder the better i'd love to spread some of my warmth around with y'all if you I just want to stick your cold feet on me man. i mean i mean the founders emma frost with them cold ass feet she kind of frosty i hate a liar dog like it's okay that it happens in my house but it's because i love you but it wouldn't be happening if i didn't love you i'd be like you just a nigga in my house with cold feet get out of me come on it's it's totally oh jesus christ man we ain't never gonna get nowhere (laughs) i blame penises for this man real talk well coldfeet.com uh hasn't been bought yet yeah somebody gonna buy it. i blame i blame penises for this oh yeah that's all penises men, men will say fucking anything dog they literally will say you can't trust them for shit <laughs> like when i say men are trash 99 percent of the reason men are trash is because of shit like that you, you just will say anything and be a terrible human being underneath it i love cold feet and everybody in the room groans because they like this nigga lying just no for real for real oh and guess what when i said would you let your dude put cold feet on you you know what i'm saying just your homeboy you kicking it with this nigga said yes i wanted to smack him i wanted to reach through the fucking phone and smack his lying ass you lying piece of shit no you would not god just keep it real for one second god damn everything got let's move on let's move on just call just lie to my face he like i'm gonna stand my ground i'm not wrong about this no, okay you're not. and it's just and the thing is i guess in my household is different because you know you can play you can joke but not these we do a lot of these unfunny motherfuckers that follow me on social media and shit will be mad about like the jokes i make about black panther every morning like today was ah. <laughs> if black people would register people to vote in line for black panther we could have our own king t'challa in america yes king t'challa and motherfuckers was getting mad somebody told me about the nation of islam or some shit. i was like have do y'all not know it's a joke so I, i'm not voting for no king i was like okay cool but is it not obvious that it's a joke since we don't have a fucking matriarchy or come on we can never have a king here what are we talking about does it not matter to y'all that is that that is technically impossible for us to take ten dollars in quarters go to the arcade and buy microsoft stock come on is it not like does the you don't none of the absurdity of what i said made you chuckle like this nigga is crazy moving on it is so weird man so many unfunny unhumorous motherfuckers right that it's exist a lot of earth. people that don't know how to take jokes good grief man anyway i make them every morning because fuck these motherfuckers yeah you do that be hilarious get, too if they gonna get mad then i'm gonna give them something to get mad about with they dumb asses every morning how dumb can you be how dumb do you have to be i feel like it's actually just on an internal level it's more about them 
wanted to be smart so they want to take the quote and be like see this was wrong with black people mm-hmm. this is why we can't have nothing and i'm like we can't have jokes <laughs> we, can't, we, we can't we can't laugh nigga apparently not <laughs> we just don't see the movie like it's a joke i just don't see the movie what the fuck are you talking about oh, you're gonna go man. see it just like me oh all right let's move into something else um i guess we can do fucking with black people <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go around the globe and we find different articles make us feel fucked with as black people and we assign point scores from zero to hundred intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. Let's see what we got here. Uh Applebee's employees fired after racially profiling and falsely accusing two black women of dining and dashing hmm oh so that, oh so that she paid for the bill i guess three employees at applebee's restaurant in independence missouri have been fired after a viral video posted on facebook showed them profiling two black women and calling the police on them accusing them of having a dine and dash in their restaurant the night before so they said oh these bitches that came back to the scene of the crime Mm, we all look alike that's what that's what happened when you think we all the same <laughs> Listen, ain't them ain't them them them, them two niggas that, that rolled out the other day i think so alexis brisson posted a video on her facebook page that showed the encounter between herself and her friend asia hardy the applebee's employees and local police which occurred saturday evening hey facebook friends and family i need your help reposting this especially in black history month black people content cannot continue to be treated this way oh wait this is the black person that wrote this how this happened she showed that kind oh okay i got it so her she is the black woman that said she posted the video of the white people harassing her mm-hmm. got it uh-uh. hey facebook friends and family i need you to help reposting this especially in black history month black people cannot continue to be treated this way my friend and i were shopping at the independence center in independence missouri near kansas city when we were done we decided to get a bite to eat at applebee's about an hour into our dinner we were approached by an independence police officer a mall cop and the restaurant manager what was the mall cop there for we were told that we were accused of eating and not paying for chicken she put chicken in all caps y'all the day before dining and dashing mind you that we have proof they can show our whereabouts and it's not even our, our character to steal after being mocked humiliated and embarrassed we were asked to pay for our food leave and not come back after leaving calls were made to the restaurant and the manager stating that our accuser remembered that there was a skinny girl and a girl who wore makeup um in 2018 is this really what we're debased to our weight and whether or not we wore makeup she could not recognize any facial features or any defining characteristics this is a clear example of racial profiling that should not be stood for uh just because we were are black does not mean we are criminals uh we are all criminals and i will not be treated as such repost applebee's grill and bar in the video it's easy to see that both women are shocked and embarrassed and upset at the accusation as they continue to explain that they had not been there and they would never steal the police officer has been has sent can be seen mocking their distress and at times laughing at them damn uh let me see if i play the audio of this this is not be sure funny. Get side. no we really uh, no we really have not yeah, tell her to come and meet us or something to me. am i yelling at you 
No, but okay, I think. Just listen to me. Was I yelling at you? Was we I have not been here. Just... First of all, that's the thing that uh, they accuse you. Uh, they basically attack you with racism, mm-hmm. and then they try to basically police your response to it. Like, why you gotta raise your voice? All I'm doing is accusing you of fucking coming in here and stealing some shit. That's all. I mean, really, ma'am. I mean, the thing is, uh, most of these restaurants have security cameras in them. So you mean to tell me that y'all couldn't have went through the videotape to see the women that dine and dash? Right. Am I yelling at you? No, but you are accusing me of stealing because I'm black and it's upsetting to me. Right. I might defend myself. You're an officer with a gun. What the fuck? This isn't. This want to make okay. sure. Okay. We have okay. not been here. Like, why are you yelling? We have not been here. Guard. We've okay. been shopping here. We're just trying to, to have a nice okay. dinner. Let, let's do a little role reversal. Can we just pay for our food? Let's, no. We haven't done anything. Hang on. Let's do a little role reversal here. Put yourself in my shoes. What would you do? I mean, you're doing your know. job, but this restaurant is not doing its job. Because if she's positive that she's seen us, we okay. haven't been there. We have oh, this is my first time here. here. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, okay, just relax. They're going to make a decision. Just relax. Well, we have not been here. <laughs> okay. I don't, look, you got to understand. Do they have cameras? Can you see when we walk through the like, mall? I'm like, I'm a college student. Like, okay. I'm a re- like, I live on campus. Like, I have not been here. Like, I've okay. been on duty at Rockers University. Like, I'm not here. Chrissy. Okay. So we're at Applebee's and they said we were here last night and didn't pay for our food. And it's two police officers. What? And we have not been at to Applebee's. So Applebee's at the And you can hear she's getting emotional too. You can kinda hear she's starting to cry because it's some traumatizing triggering shit right, and you don't know if this nigga gonna arrest you, you don't know if you're gonna go to jail, all of a sudden you got a fucking record. And the thing is if let's say would have got to the point where he quote unquote felt threatened because they raised their voice and they getting agitated and irritated because he bought his and they, I don't give a fuck about no goddamn row reverse row reverse shit. You are the person with the power and authority here, not me. And also the thing is too is that um is 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 fucked up because like I said, it's cameras everywhere. It's cameras in the mall. It's cameras everywhere and bitch if you're gonna accuse me bring your ass over here and point me out don't be back in the back hiding mm-hmm. if you're gonna accuse me and say i'm the one i want to see your face and then also like so it's, it's weird because this is uh one of my biggest fears because one the cop could also just kill you right and, and and no no judge would ever convict him of anything in a situation like this um but it's one of my biggest fears it's one of the reasons i try to stay calm it's one of the reasons i'm so patient it's one of the reasons i'm so even killed about certain shit because i don't want to have an encounter like this where you're taking my words and inflating them into this aggressive stance when all i'm going is like i'm incredulous i'm incredulous at the accusation of being accused of stealing and and i'm more incredulous at the fact that i feel like it's happening because i'm black you know like it's that thing that that makes a prank show would do something like this and get and record people's reactions because that's how people get they become incredulous when you accuse them of doing something they didn't do that's just life so then to turn around and be like i can't believe y'all raising your voice wow really ladies mm-hmm. fuck out of here you just walked over to me and told me i'm stealing tell me i want to dine and dash fuck out of here uh, at independence mall what Man, tell- 
nothing. I mean, no, this is this is too much of an accusation to call it nothing. Because we have right. not been here. I've never been accused of stealing food, walking out, dining and dashing. Do you need to come up there? Yes. Uh-huh. I'm almost positive. Here, come over here. We have not been here. Oh, my. No. Oh, my gosh. We have not <laughs> been here. Is she over this emotional? <laughs> Yeah, and so one, he's la- basically laughing like, right, like it's funny. Um, two, the server that probably pointed them out, they turned the camera on her. She turned and walked away and hid in the back. Fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. I will own that goddamn map of bees. If you don't have the confidence to come out here and say it to my right. face, and your ass know I wasn't the person that stole shit. Right. You know, you sitting there going, I might have, um, I might have fucked up. I might, <laughs> it might not be them. They was just black. And this might just be a case of wherever they at or whatever. Maybe only black people come in there once in a blue moon. So it was like, black people two nights in a row, that's the same niggers. I don't know. But, uh, at any rate, um that that's terrible um uh the same server by the way then tries to hide her face so she can't be seen on camera the officer mocking hardy first accused her of getting worked up over nothing then says that she normally act like this we're just trying to talk uh who wouldn't get upset obviously over being accused of this shit um so applebee's ended up uh firing the people and they released a statement applebee's we do not tolerate racism or bigotry of any nature we regret any incident like this because we want every guest experience to be positive our team has been working throughout the weekend and will continue to work to determine what happened and what appropriate measures will be taken we currently have no indications this was a rate this was race related we have a diverse workplace that is reflective of the community we serve all are welcome at our restaurant we will continue to be and we'll continue to be welcome I'm not dealing with that for that average ass food. Right. Um shit I could have thrown in the microwave. Yeah, it's just wild because um this is the same thing I felt about what was it, Gap yesterday or something? Some some uh your big ass chain restaurant, you employ people in America, something like this is bound to happen. Your reaction Navy. Old Navy, yeah. Mm -hmm your reaction to it is what i judge um one of the things i don't like about their response is them going we have no indication it was race related now i understand why they would want to say that you don't want to get law you you don't want to help out a lawsuit at any more than you want to oh yeah you then, then you have to but at the same time um i wish they had just left that out right you didn't have to say it was or was not race related you could have just been like look we don't tolerate this shit and these motherfuckers are fired period you know like you don't have to come in and be like and they definitely was racist and they was racial profiling if i understand legally yo i mean if i was a lawyer for applebee's i tell them not to put that shit in there either but i would be like y'all need to fire these motherfuckers and resolve this shit as soon as y'all can with with these customers period you know so yeah they also didn't put a police report for the actual dining dash incident that happened the night before so who knows if that even happened who knows where's their proof where's their evidence that that the shit even happened because dining dances happen a lot and most of most restaurants tell you the truth they don't report them mm-hmm. and a lot of times a server ends up eating the cost right. of it and she probably had to eat the cost of the people that ran out mm-hmm. but 
me as somebody who don't have anything to do with it that's not my responsibility and that's why uh companies have insurance for dine and dash like like this is included in the cost of your meal dine and dash is that's why ever so often the cost go up by 50 cent to a dollar on everything across the menu well let me slap it to you like this though play girl what do you think that service was like before uh they called the cops on them terrible think those black women was getting some good good service y'all over at applebee's think they was treating her good you think they was gonna get a good tip because you know they were so accommodating you know you're serving somebody and going in the back to call the cops on them i wonder what that was like right and then it's one of the things and 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 it's not related but it's one of the things like yesterday we had went to yesterday before yesterday went to one of our favorite places mm-hmm. and uh also a lot of times i try my best to not assume everything is racial but mm-hmm. i am aware of race you know, went to one of our favorite places to eat, went in there. Oh, yeah, I remember. Right, yeah. went, went in there, one of our favorite places, and, and the people there are sweet, but this wasn't the normal crew. So I, nobody in there knew me or knew who I was. So I walked in there, and I stood there for about three, four minutes, and the the way it is, you come in, and it's like a bar, right, right, almost directly in front of the door. And they were a bunch of white people in the restaurant. Because there's white people in there all the time, so that don't bother me. But a bunch of white people in the restaurant. And something like some bartenders I can't stand. A lot of bartenders don't pay attention, particularly if you're a bartender and a quote-unquote slash server too. You need to be paying attention to everything around you. So I come in, I stand there, and the uh, bartender, she running her mouth at the men and talking and shit. Not paying me a little. Her fucking back is turned to me. She's not paying me attention. So I'm just standing there, standing because I'm very patient. So I'm standing there, standing there, standing there standing there i'm standing there so finally somebody at the back came to the front and when he came to the front because they normally have these specials that they run and we normally come later in the day but they always on the specials because they know we, we come there all the time they weren't familiar with me and the dude was like well no we don't do that too i said okay so he hands me a menu i took the menu from him and went and sat and i text roderick and she's still over there running his mouth and he i was i just got up and walked out because i was like oh no 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 Bitch, you still ignoring me because I argue my server because I we've been there enough to know how it work. I don't have time because I was on my lunch break. I don't have time to sit here and wait another 10 minutes for you to be fucking around with them goddamn white dudes up there. You need to bring your ass around here and serve me because I only have a limited amount of time. You know, it's one of those things where I was aware that I was the only black dot in here. So I just got my ass up and walked my, walked my ass right on out the door and didn't say anything or speak to anybody. Like I said, it quote unquote might not have been racial. Mm-hmm. but i was aware of the racial dynamic in the room well i mean she probably was trying to stall you till the police could get there because you look like you fit the description i do of a don and dasher that was there the night before so you know apparently yeah even though it was it there in the afternoon um anyway zero to 100 oh that's 100 me too texas woman is charged with yelling racist slurs at an interracial couple and smashing their car windows mm, and she looks exactly like all these racist women always look very generic like a tammy faye baker clone a texas woman was indicted thursday afternoon in guadalupe county texas court on charges of felony mischief after authorities say she smashed the car windows of an interracial couple viewing a house in the neighborhood in which she lives in the early hours of december 10 2017 jason and victoria chopper were leaving 
a family gathering in marion texas when they decided to check out a potential new home in a developing area the couple drove to the house exited their vehicle began to walk around as they were walking behind the house they heard glass shatter according to authorities they rushed to the car to discover melissa shelton a white woman who lives in the neighborhood in the process of smashing their front windshield and back driver's side window directly over the location where their child's car seat was located <gasps> fortunately that child was not in the vehicle the couple said that shelton had seen them walk to the back of the home when they returned to their car after hearing the glass shatter shelton allegedly began screaming racist slurs at them calling them niggers and spicks who were too poor to move into her neighborhood jason chapa is mexican-american and victoria chapa is african-american after the chapas called 911, two deputies responded to the scene shelton and her uh companion identified as mason McHugh on the police report obtained by the route told the deputies they had just arrived home when the chapas approached and accused them of vandalizing their car according to the couple however uh when McHugh realized that shelter had been caught in the act he offered to pay for the broken windows he was not indicted on any charges related to the incident the local police of course did nothing the neighborhood housing association and local realtors offered nothing but silent endorsement of the attack attorney s lee Merritt, who represents the choppers wrote in facebook post following the incident this was not black history month this is not black history this didn't happen 50 years ago it happened a few weeks ago this is america in 2018 the Marion Police Department did not issue Shelton a citation after weeks of inaction and public pressure. The department turned over the police report taken at the scene to the Guadalupe County District Attorney's Office. A grand jury indicted Shelton Thursday afternoon. In an interview with the route, Mayor broke down how institutional violence reinforces the violent actions for which Shelton was eventually charges, mm-hmm. charged. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. All the failure quote unquote not really failure because it worked the way it's supposed to right of all the institutions affirmed that those people of color don't belong in that neighborhood correct no one was outraged no one thought we need to do something get this woman out of mm-hmm. our neighborhood where these liberal white folks at right no there was no allies you know what i mean like nothing the police no report just buried like completely in action no no charges leveled against her nothing it's like it didn't even happen the incident like this the act of terrorism and intimidation are common tactics used right. since segregation was deemed unconstitutional by the united states supreme court mayor said uh, he's the lawyer but yep somebody bought him in the chat room good point like the white flight is real and when white people see the the nigger ratio go up or the brown people ratio go up or the muslim ratio or indian brown indian ratio go up mm-hmm. they fucking panic um zero to 100 oh that's 100 yes yeah, pretty much 100 there's no other way to really do that one um let's see uh a racist principal bars black history lesson at bronx school for, for what oh man the city's investigating oh was just like y'all ain't gonna talk about it this this month i guess so black uh, history no <laughs> The city is investigating explosive complaints from students and staff at a Bronx school saying that principal, their principal barred an English teacher from delving into black history lessons and targeted black teachers and ch- students for abuse. The Department of Education launched a probe at the kids and educators leveled the allegations against the intermediate school 224 principal Patricia Catania, who was white. The 26 year old veteran of schools, uh, remains at her hundred, $154,000 uh, hour, uh, uh, a year job um uh even though students and staffers of color say she's created a hostile environment since she took the job i believe them uh in december 2016 mm-hmm. 
she's racist said english teacher mercedes laviano 45 who's worked at the school where 95 percent of students are black or hispanic Ooh, i bet you their cafeteria food relates back to that other story come on anyway and for more than a decade she's trying to stop us from teaching our students about their own culture yes their culture why the fuck you don't want black kids learning black history the disturbing allegations were laid to the daily news by eight current or former employees and five students come amid a spate of racially charged uh controversies in city schools hey let me add this man and i don't want to be the person on the soapbox and i'm definitely not trying to admonish any black people and i do understand our um reticent to delve into black history but this is why your ass need to be learning it right right this is why because they don't want us to learn it and that right there should tell you enough they they like honestly one of the things that i have found to be a common thread in most coon ass niggas is their rejection of black history because they don't want to feel bad right which then becomes a rejection of fact that things are fucked up now and that is not a nigga i ever want to be so i while i understand how people like i don't like looking at these struggle movies or i don't want to read these books or i don't want to yo this is look the two things they try to keep us from doing in this country are voting and learning about our own history come on that it's just i hope it i hope that's reaching somebody i hope if you've ever thought about the shit toughen the fuck up and read a book watch a movie it's so you're gonna be okay you know but it's really important to learn this shit because they don't even want to teach our kids about it you know what i mean like people this shit where you're gonna grow up in this colorless uh society where we mm-hmm. all kumbaya if you don't know your history you are doomed to repeat it and i feel like we are repeating history right fucking now yes we are in large part because many of us especially after the obama election was like uh, we don't need to see race anymore we, we can move past that yeah no the fuck you can't mm-hmm yeah I've, I've never thought that and i don't know if it's an age thing or what but i, I don't i don't know i was never under the uh, the illusion that he was gonna fucking solve racism and solve you know all these things like that's not one person can't do that right it's just just all i'm saying is just fucking don't be scared to be a little uncomfortable and learn some shit it's so digestible now you know you can watch like the 13th take an hour and a half out of your life and learn so much about privatized prisons and learn so much about the history all the way back to slavery that's dealing with uh you know criminalization of black people like an hour and a half and you have this knowledge and you can view the world in a totally different light than what you but you felt so fucking scared to feel a little bit bad that to be a, a serious for a little second you end up saying stupid shit like well then just don't do the crime it's shit, shit like that where i'm just like oh my god i'm talking to a fucking idiot like those, those moments don't have to happen if we would just do a little just a little bit and the fact that they don't want us to should be all the fucking impetus to tell you i need to fucking look into the shit anyway <clears throat> uh um lariana said she was beginning a class on wednesday when katania pulled her aside and told her not to give lessons about the famed harlem renaissance movement of literature in the 1920s the harlem renaissance she's not even teaching like slavery dog right the harlem renaissance you don't want kids to learn about langston hughes fuck out of my face uh she teaches the harlem renaissance as well as the writings of frederick she's probably been teaching it for years like this is her she this is her thing this is what she goddamn do 
every year she get a new group of students and this is what the fuck she teaches them to her sixth and seventh grade students as part of the officially recommended new york state curriculum standards she noted but katiana uh, or katania uh made clear that she had a far different view uh from lariana uh what it's she a requirement bitch what are we talking about here like i gotta do my job it's not a requirement suggestion which is a little bit different than a requirement oh, okay uh she said i'm not a social studies teacher so why am i teaching my students about black history her tone was very harsh as if i committed a heinous crime lariano returned to class continued her lessons in defiance she had, <laughs> women of color always yeah she was like the bitch though what you i got my lesson plan laid out i'm not fucking re- redoing a lesson plan because of your bullshit well i don't know if she got tenure or what but i'm just saying women of color they they always the one putting it on the line like they man, t- fuck it then they take a lot of bullets for people a lot of bullets for all them kids in that in that class right risking your job because you know that white woman probably was like and i'm gonna get this bitch fired you are on my list of insubordinate teachers now she's attempting to stop students from learning about their own history 95 percent black and brown guys to stop these students from learning about their own history and she's denying them the right to learn about where they came from the teacher was so shaken by the experience she discussed it with her colleagues and students who responded by wearing all black the next day in protest about 75 percent of the school's 353 pupils participated in the event good god which was organized by the school kids using snapchat that's because they black and brown at that school them kids was like you wearing black tomorrow i wearing black nigga wear black tomorrow it's the wrong it's the wrong kids in the wrong time what because you know that the the thing is what a lot of people fail to realize is 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 to an extent it's a generational difference and it's a lot of old heads like us that a lot of us aren't willing to do and a lot of that has to do with age and experience and things like that aren't willing to be the extremist quote unquote but you have a lot of young people who have nothing to lose mm-hmm. they're they're tired and a lot of people realize just like the adults have been affected by Trayvon Martin and people dying, just like they've been affected by a lot of the things that um, Trump has passed. Young people hear this too. They internalize it too. It affects them too. They got feelings and emotions too. They might not have the words. They might not be able to be as, um, can show it as well as adults can, but they have these same things too and they can rally and they have a voice because a lot of times when it comes to children a lot of adults try to shut children down for their safety they try to i want my baby to be safe i don't want none which i understand because that's a part of being a parent but also uh, these children want to be free and the thing about it is that they see their freedoms eroding too (laughs) just like you as an adult see your freedoms eroding they see their freedoms eroding too they have friends that are LGBTQ being affected. They have friends that are DACA. You know, these things affect them. So, yeah, when she put the call out, there was like, oh, bitch, yeah, hold on, snap, snap, tweet, tweet, Instagram, whatever the fuck we got to do to do this. Could you imagine that teacher walking in there and 70-something percent of the, of the and, and a few that probably uh, didn't wear black, somebody bought, I guarantee you somebody bought somebody a black shirt, be like, dog, bring your extra black shirts for the people who didn't know this or the people who who don't got uh, social media online. So, could you imagine her walking in there and everybody in all black? I know she was like, what the fuck is this? Well, she was the principal. She's not a teacher. No, no, um, no, I'm talking about the principal walking in and seeing. Yeah, you said the teacher. I'm, I'm just I saying. Mean, I mean, yeah, the principal, principal yeah. would have walked in and seen all them students. That means not just the people in her, in that one class, that means the student body. Right. So even if it wasn't 
the everybody it still was enough the thing i was gonna say is these kids are growing up in the age of trump and shit it's not their friends it's them right so when you like when you talk about DACA and shit like that it's affecting them correct you know what i mean like it's so uh yeah I, you're fucking with the wrong kids like these kids are have in a sad way the kids of the last eight years or so um they were kind of given i don't want to i don't want to say it in a pejorative way but almost like the luxury of protest right like all the way back to occupy wall street mm-hmm. it's kind of like it was kind of like a, a, a protest of excess to a certain extent it was a lot of like well we don't like what wall street's doing let's just go stand down there and shit and even with like uh certain things in like the black lives matter era and stuff you still had a lot of people that it was kind of it was kind of it was a protest in the era where um the actual people that were the voices of the government were still held back and in check by the fact that you didn't have like a trump in office or jeff sessions as a justice department head and now that's gone and now these policies that were in place that were like oh you have daca uh you have uh you know we want we want to uh have the department of justice investigate police forces and stuff that shit's gone so now these people aren't just these kids don't aren't being woke because it's like a luxury of privilege like a lot of the a lot of the academic part of the woke shit is is a lot of privilege it's a lot of i went to college right i got a degree in this thing i'm from a city where we're already kind of liberal uh you know um but then there was like you know people on the ground in certain states and certain cities like ferguson where it was just people put into action because they had to be put into action right because they lived there well now it's like the whole country is feeling that ferguson shit because it's like oh they they trying to deport people from everywhere the they're trying to uh encourage police to be violent everywhere it's not like it's no more just this one municipality is fucked up it's everywhere so yeah i think these kids are more organized with their pushback and i and i applaud them for it uh and like i said can't get his teacher enough props because a lot of teachers would have walked back in there and changed the lesson plan and been like i just want to keep my job right and the thing is that's understandable but she was like, oh, this is for the greater cause, like mm-hmm. a greater purpose. And I also applaud the children for actually rallying behind her and was like, I came to learn, bitch. And what you're not going to do is stop her from teaching me about my history. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sixth grader Sarah Villagomez, 11, said she confronted the principal about her double standards on the day of the protest. Come on. I asked her why she shouldn't, why we shouldn't learn about black history villa gomez said she said we weren't learning anything but she didn't even look at our projects i was angry she doesn't know our history and she wants to stop it katanya uh referred to a reporter seeking comment to the education department Duh, oh talk to the education department oh you was vocal as fuck when you pulled that black woman out of classroom though right come on doug cohen a spokesman for the doe who uh confirmed the investigation was ongoing said katanya has no prior disciplinary history uh cohen added that some students are getting lessons in black history from other teachers african-american history is an important part of schools which means we're not gonna do shit side effects may include uh liriana a little bit of racism a little bit of bigotry a little bit of homophobia liriano says she called 311 to file a complaint about the encounter which she described as the latest in a string of hostile acts by katania targeting black and hispanic students and workers several other staffers echo liriano's accusations of hostile actions towards educators of color a number of middle schoolers told the news they were targeted as well 
according to liriano catania uh told the the other people that black instructors have poor knowledge of their subjects and are only good at controlling classrooms why does she have a job um uh math teacher just jacinth scott said that uh she thinks catania should be canned uh she's a racist based on her actions and what she does she doesn't belong in the school reverend al sharpton weighed in on the controversy saturday uh this is a disgrace and an insult uh is 224 needs to know we stand with this teacher and we will be there to do whatever we need to do come on standing in your windbreaker (laughs) coming up next on politics nation uh i'm here for it up next uh all right Tra- patricia cummins a white teacher at middle school 18 in the bronx was full for the classroom february 1st after it was revealed that she made black students lay fi- face down on the floor and then stepped on them as a lesson on slavery yeah well, you know that's new york for you the, but it only happened down south the liberal bastion of the north all oh, the great melting pot of mm-hmm. the north mm-hmm. i feel like i have her story in here somewhere and i don't even remember where it's at but guys it's so much racism we'll never get to all of it never uh everything racist anyway zero to a hundred a hundred a hundred zero for them cheering yeah uh i'll do one more told you everything's racist racist trees that border california golf course the trees is racist now who you think did all that hanging karen (laughs) back in the day you think that was so hanging? you walking in the forest I'm like this nigga this they nigga they wasn't hanging us from rocks um that yeah that border california golf course are being removed mm-hmm. you walking and all of a sudden a tree branch fall on you know that ain't nothing but tree racism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. walking and get smacked in the face by some leaves that's the that's the trees calling you a nigga mm-hmm. them outright pine needles and shit come on out there trying to catch you slipping uh it's like come on hitting you in the face with that pollen it's like that tree that eats kites and charlie brown except <laughs> just eats black people stuff uh the palm Springs city council of california said in a meeting sunday uh that a row of trees which blocks historic african-american community from a city-owned golf course will be removed according to a report by the atlanta journal constitution at an informal meeting of residents sunday mayor of palm springs robert moon alongside with a council member jr roberts and other city officials promised they will be removing the tamarisk trees and a chain link fence along the crossly tracked the african-american neighborhood borders as uh, quite quickly as possible a september report by the desert sun a local daily newspaper in palm springs said residents who live in the lawrence crossley neighborhood perceive the trees as an enduring system of racism and inequality they wanted the city of palm springs to remove the trees which separates their community from the taquit creek golf resort the report stated that the trees were initially planted in the early 1960s during this time civil rights movement was gathering pace throughout the nation these trees were planted to block the black neighborhood from the white community who used the gold golf course on the other side mm-hmm. and to devalue their property they made they even made trees racist that's wild shit come on the trees like hey you just planted me and i grew up hey i didn't know the fuck y'all was i did not plan on hanging a nigga today all i knew was that i just shake some leaves off of me 
imagine being so racist that you would actually beautify a neighborhood by racism come on beautify put more oxygen in the air out of racism and trees is a long goal you know unless they move the trees there when they were fully grown that mean you planted seeds and come on. saplings and shit like one day they will grow into a mighty right. racist tamarisk tree 60 something yeah them trees 40 50 years old or older mm-hmm um so yeah according to the, 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 the trees block the view of the golf course and the san jacinto mountains that lead to depressed property values and stop black families from earning any sort of wealth through their property holders over the past half century right because when you do that people don't want to buy your property and the thing is it was strategically to drop the property value because you're talking about palm springs where a lot of older people go older white people gonna retire and they look over there go oh y'all ain't got no views i don't want no house over here and they just go on across on the other side mm-hmm. um then you wonder why buying a house isn't the same wealth building thing for a lot of black people that it is for white folks come on council member roberts apologized to residents of crossley for the mistakes committed in the past they weren't no mistakes come on them them trees were strategically laid out some city planner uh drew up some plans were like this is where we gonna put the trees to hide them niggers here 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 and here and we'll see right here we put a row of nigger trees where we put all the x's and uh that'll get them out of here yeah and and, and put some gates you know to keep mm-hmm. them keep them gangbangers on the other side he also said that along with the other council members he will work towards making alterations so that future generations don't have to go through the same issues the current and earlier generations face roberts told crossley residents in a meeting you asked why it took us so long i can't answer that but guess what we're here now congrats mayor racism mayor moon stated that he and roberts had a combined experience of only four years on the council and the issue with the trees only recently came to their attention that's not so people probably been complaining about them trees that was if you put them motherfuckers up no that's not what he's saying he's saying he only had the job for four years okay he's saying oh in those four years it only recently came to his attention that people didn't fuck with these trees i believe it because that's how racism works racism doesn't work with this listen those fucking trees have been there since 1960 correct it's not an everyday issue for people they're not walking up to him bringing it up every day that's how that's what's fucked up about racism right there it's so ingrained in our society it's not a constant thing we all as black people are living with some shit right now that we know is racist every single one of us and i'm not saying it's the same thing it's something different for all of us that we have experienced that we went that was racist and we just went about our fucking lives because it wasn't gonna change and it stayed for so long that it became a part of our structure so 70 years later 50 years later when they keep electing different mayors and shit by the time you get to the new mayor it's not even a fucking issue until he talks to somebody some old black person or something that's like you know them trees them nigger trees still up and he's like the fuck are you talking about i'm glad that he took the time to do something about it but at the same time the reason you didn't know about it is because that's how racism works correct correct it would never come up in in a meeting it would never come up if, if some black person didn't raise this from back in the day he was never going to worry about this shit. Guarantee it. I, yeah, and I think my thing, and I, okay, we agree because I'm like, niggas probably complained about them trees forever. This might be the first time you hear about it, but this ain't the first time it's been an issue. Right. That's what he's saying. He's like, I tied this job for four years and I didn't know. I believe him. Correct. I don't think he, <laughs> I guarantee it didn't come up in one fucking debate. I get, cause that's, that's in, the insidiousness of racism. Like, it's worse than people think because sometimes I, I want to, tell people like it's i guess it's too cynical and i don't want to fuck people's 
shit up i don't want the people to feel like things can't change because things can change but sometimes i want to tell people like no it's worse that you don't have to think about racism for racism to continue to win correct that's actually worse than the idea that we have of like a sheriff who hates niggers and goes out and kills and beats up niggers every night i'm not saying those people don't exist but that's not that's not the scary part to me Mm-mm. scary to me is a dude that don't think he's racist that somehow gets scared of my big black skin and fucking shoots me dead and will never in his mind feel like that was a racist act he'll think it was self-defense uh, i mean I, how could i know he, he he i felt threatened i felt afraid why do you feel afraid you'll never examine that because that is ingrained in you from fucking years and years and years of propaganda Correct. saying that i'm a dangerous animal so that's the shit that scares me stuff like this when you know in charlotte two years ago i think we were talking about on the show but remember when they they had those housing contracts they had don't rent the color people in them mm-hmm. and they stayed in the contracts they recently had to remove it just a few years ago not because they weren't written and, and and buying they were letting black people buy all kinds of shit no one read the fucking contract right because it's, it's on page 90 million of a fucking housing contract and nobody goes by the rule anymore but it's technically still in the ledger of right it's still a racist policy hold on we gotta go to the next session give me one second guys we'll be right back but um yeah that's that's scarier to me than a white person going i don't rent to black people you know because ultim- i know where you stand yeah because ultimately um that person's fucked up and we all know they're fucked up but but that's an overt type of racism right you know it's that right mo- mo- yeah yeah you most people's racism isn't overtly right you know that's why the ones that overt that are so overt stand out like the ones that come out and do shit like you know call people niggers just really open you know but the average person is not like that they don't want to be shamed they don't want to be called out you know but but they think that their uh racism is above i don't know i I, it's just way more tom brady than it is um you know ted nugent that's all correct you know and and it's and it's scary because it's designed to be the way where you take a job like this you have a long-standing racial divide that economically injured black neighborhoods for the tune of 50 to 60 years right and you never once thought about it mm-hmm. because nobody thinks about it anymore the, other than the black people who live in those neighborhoods and have lived there long enough keep in mind it's not gonna be a black person that was born 10 years ago that knows it it's gonna be unless you're like your grandpa told you or some shit you weren't alive in 1960 no you were not so a lot of black people that weren't alive at that time don't they those are just trees that have been there and it's just okay. part of life okay that makes sense they right. wouldn't even know to raise the issue to city council because they don't know that it's a fucking issue it's the people who live there when the neighborhood didn't have those trees right if they still live in those neighborhoods right if they're not that, dead and gone right and who would have probably gentrification would have probably got most of them out of there by now anyway if correct if uh if they didn't have the trees but the point being it's the people who bought those houses with the promise of american dreams that if you buy a house you invest in property there's nothing more american than that and that's how you build wealth because you own something and you can sell it and you can give it to your family and they can they now they own it and it's going down generations in your until one day your grandchildren are fucking sitting on a mint or something and it's all because of this house this dream you had in 1960 this dream you had when they first started letting niggas even buy houses right the dream that you had 
when you were marching for equal rights and shit and the civil rights movement comes and they put up fucking trees to make sure your house will never sell at a profit that is insidious shit and your children probably don't know about it and if once those children have children they children don't know about it and eventually nobody knows about it and it's just like why the fuck won't these houses sell in this neighborhood these people have been living here for fucking 50 and 60 years and their houses don't increase in value like the way that the ones across the street do oh it's the racist trees and somebody finally brings it up and they go okay we'll take the trees down but how much wealth was lost billions of dollars how many how many generations of people were injured because of this petty ass racist decision and like i said it seems so small you know but how the fuck would anyone know about it so i i do believe him i'm glad he's doing something about it it still makes me mad though correct you know? um anyway uh and like i said combined experience of only four years on council him him and robert so uh, even they if that's average about two years apiece right uh moon also stated that in order to get the idea of the problem he visited residents in the neighborhood as soon as he heard about the trees both moon and roberts promised the residents that crossley neighborhood had to support the whole council it's a new city council and a new time moon said imagine how many places this is also happening right think about it guys golf courses how many places in america have black neighborhoods courting off from shit like this that would increase the value of their neighborhood how many y'all think it is it ain't just california it's a liberal place where they want to take care of it how many people keep in mind this also hurts white people's wealth yes it does white people racism is so fucked up you will hurt your own wealth because how could good property values in a competitive market hurt anybody don't you want the idea that hey it's probably even if you just want to buy the house and flip it yourself even like just a property value of the city not to mention property taxes in the city they fucked up their own money to be petty about black people seeing a golf course and getting a good view and possibly being able to sell their house just to make sure them niggas didn't have more than them they wanted they hurt their own money yeah race that the racism is irrational and illogical there's a logic to it but it's just it ain't what people say you know what i mean it's a logic to it it just I mean, ain't yeah, what people yeah. say it's, you know it is a logic to it but i mean it's illogical as far as it will hurt itself for its own purpose mm-hmm. that's where the illogical mm-hmm. part comes into me is that yeah exactly it ain't what people say that you know like uh, well you know it's the money it's the economic it's not the economy at all dog it's not the logic that you think it is right but it but it's a logic to it because i know it's a logic to it because i can predict what the fuck it'll do so i know that there's a logic to it it's just not one that people want to cop to right you know if i told you this shit is gonna hurt your corporate dollar it's a reason that fucking black panther is tracking to be one of the highest grossing superhero films of, of all, all time, time dog. but at the same time sony would tell you that black films don't do well overseas and no one wants to see black movies it's a reason both of those things exist at the same time there's a logic to it it just ain't wanna it just ain't what they say it is anyway uh the trees will not be removed immediately as the issue had to be approved by the entire city council reddy also stated that the project would be subjected to a bid in order to get the required funds he estimated the trees could be removed within three months the residents led by a real estate agent named trey mcdaniel trey daniel uh made four demands of the city council report uh they include removing the trees construction of a six-foot privacy wall for the residents who do need it 
um installation of a net or something similar to stop the golf balls from coming into the yards of the neighbor of the residents and lastly planting new trees which look similar to the ones planted on the golf course so right so these just so you mean tell me you you didn't even use the same quality of trees you was like we gonna block the niggas but what we ain't gonna do we ain't gonna use this good old oak Mm-mm. We, ain't, we ain't gonna use none of that we what is the cheapest tree you got there pine put up a fucking pine tree you know and the thing is i wouldn't be shocked if that realtor was black and it wouldn't make sense for a realtor to push this because really like motherfucker i can't sell these homes and these goddamn trees is why also uh the trees they had were tamarisk trees um and i guarantee they planted them there because they have the least visibility like you it's less likely you can see through the tree oh so they strategically got trees that grew out, out wide mm-hmm. ah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i'm looking at tamarisk tree right now what it, it, look it grows like? with th- thick leafy uh branches that you can't see around basically imagine a row of these motherfuckers together you basically just block off the entire view oh that's a big ass tree mm-hmm. what oh i see right you can't see through it you can't see mm-hmm. around it mm-hmm. and this is just one tree so you put a row of them together they just grow up and then just branch out beside each other and kind of connect mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a big tree and yep. they probably put them side by side by side by side like in a row and turned around and be like oh what we're gonna do too is put a fence up exactly <sighs> all right guys let's try to them poultry them trees just minding their business all of a sudden they racist right let's try to get to something more positive okay this is, uh, that was a lot that one it's the old school racism they really yeah zero for the trees because it ain't the trees fault but a hundred for the whole mm-hmm. policy come on um and you know what zero for the new people that are getting a move on this shit and getting it taken down uh i really do appreciate uh whoever the mayor is i have no idea what those races are and shit but i do appreciate the city council and shit being like you know what this is fucked up and we should probably do something about it right now right and and something that i something that i didn't need to do better about and i guess is because black people have been through so much when something is brought up to a white person's attention sometimes they are truly not aware of it sometimes mm-hmm. they are but sometimes they truly are like look hey i didn't know nobody because the system is designed to keep them unaware but you but like you say is what you do when you get the information do you double down right. do you ignore it and then that's where the racist response started for you at right that's how i do because you know you can be complicit by just being a person that benefits from certain privileges right and there, there's nothing you can really do about that you you're going to be complicit and i'm complicit to things because i'm a man i'm complicit to things cause i'm american but at the same time there's a difference to me between that and this like personal complicity where you're like uh i'm gonna get double defensive i'm gonna shut you down i'm gonna uphold this system because it benefits me hey stop trying to make me feel bad it's that kind of shit where i'm like okay you didn't have to do that right and and i think and and something that i guess i need to check myself with and i know i'm not the only one but because black people did with so much shit your first response was like how the fuck you not know mm-hmm. <laughs> like like that's my response how you not know but the system is designed for you not to know yeah like most things it's really right. how, how do you deal with it once you do know correct you know but i we as black people stay angry about shit rightfully so right but sometimes it gets us so off kilter correct that i i feel like i don't want to 
live in the moment all the time responding to shit you can't because it, it really will it'll really drive you crazy because you mm-hmm. can't possibly stay on 10 all the time and it's and I, and I find myself feeling unbalanced feeling upset feeling right. uh depressed at some sometimes correct um and it's because i'm constantly trying to fight every battle in the moment and sometimes you have to step back you know a big thing for a lot of black people yesterday was uh the unveiling of the obama portraits yes and uh there were people that didn't like them that were black there were people that loved them that were black that i don't really care what white people thought about them but Mm -mm. but i saw black people fighting each other about that shit and i thought it was the stupidest fucking thing i've ever seen in my life to see black people fighting about something that is completely subjective and it doesn't matter whether you agree with it or not i Mm -hmm. saw people like taking people down on some like this was wrong with black people because y'all thought this portrait of obama against flowers was 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 talking about black masculinity and you didn't like that it was uh like you trying to turn this into some big thing he's he's a president he was he's a you know the the head of a sanctioned this and i said okay let's let me concede your point and say that somehow black people being emotionally connected to this black couple is bad for the world right do you really think screenshotting this woman's tweet and talking shit about her so you can get 50 retweets is that gonna bring about the socialism you desire no like is that gonna start the revolution or did you just basically have a needless outburst of infighting for no fucking reason because it's not like that person's gonna then turn around and be like you know what i don't like obama and michelle obama anymore because you were mad you were you were mean to me online you were snarky enough and but you know and vice versa the people that were coming at black people say they didn't like the pointers and being like you coon you like it's that kind of shit where i'm just like y'all wasting your energy y'all can't see it because y'all are in it right but if you took one step back and breathe just a little bit just take a breath and go do i really give a fuck about this and will it matter in 48 hours yeah and is it worth calling out somebody as a coon is it worth questioning someone's fucking politics over their affection for a fucking portrait or not like it what world do you live in where you think that that shit cracked the rubik's cube of how the fuck we get free like it's just that kind of shit where i'm just like i'm so glad in in certain cases i'm able to step back because Mm -hmm. I don't want to constantly be angry and i think some of us are angry and we're always looking for an outlet to pour the anger into correct so there has to be a new fire to put out every morning or else it's like nothing was accomplished but like if the fire never goes out then the fire is inside of you right you know what i mean if the fire never goes out if there's like that i don't want my life to be a joyless existence of anger because i'm a black person i wasn't i didn't ask for this shit you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like i love being black but the reason i love it is because i do want to have joy and i do and i do want our joy to be um to be something that that we you know we have all these words self-care grace uh but, all, but we don't extend it to each other quite often no and we and the biggest part is what i realized we don't extend it to ourselves yeah because a lot of people particularly black women go self-care but you know when was the last time that you know you took a day off work to do nothing you know no kids no husband you like mm. i'm at home today nobody's here but me i want to fucking sleep all day i want to get my t- it don't have to be nothing expensive like little things like that is because it's self-care too I'm, like i'm not even saying like how you measure it i'm just saying what i, I know what it's not right and it's not y'all calling each other coons over a fucking fan Mm-mm. you know what i mean over, over a picture of michelle and barack it's not that 
you know what i mean it's not policing people's response to it it's not you know i really don't care why what you think like it's completely fine i still love you right you're entitled to your fucking opinion don't bother me about mine and i won't bother you about yours because in the scheme of things it has zero effect on the world zero effect but it's that type of wheel spinning that i feel is just killing people it's killing them it's stressing them out they can't help themselves and it's like well if you could examine why you're like that right i think we're afraid to find what to see what we will find if we examine why the fuck are we like that all the time right so anyway right right and like i said that's a whole nother conversation in itself you know once you get into you know those type of things because for a lot of just people in general people hate to self-reflect because self-reflect mean your ass got to change and truth be told a lot of people like this state that they're in i'm not even saying you got to change but you will have to examine why you do things nobody wants to find out what that why is because it might be something you're not satisfied with correct you know because something is fucked up in your life and it might not be something you can control Mm -mm. so we have these illusions of control via social media with blocks and mutes and unfollows and ghosting people and you know uh, like we feel like we're in control but it's not real control and a lot of times the people that have the most outburst of fake control on the internet are the people that have the most missing in their lives so you spend all day with the you know i'm gonna tag this person and tell them I'm a dang shit i'm a i'm a chastise every black democrat i see on twitter like 90 percent of black people ain't democrats that vote like you so that's a battle you pick that you know you can't win but you get to feel smarter than everybody because all you do all day is shit on other people and you're not even promoting your own shit like Mm-mm. you're not even giving people the solution you claim to have of go to this resource you should spend all fucking day if that's your mission and you think you can save black people via this mission you are irresponsible if you're not spending every fucking waking breath trying to get that message out rather than trying to take people down and shit on them right so so i'm looking at shit like that and i'm like damn like so what are you really in for it for oh you're in it for the feeling of i'm smarter than you niggas you know it's that shit it's the it's the you know as much as i joke about it but it's the actual people who believe those memes about it we took our money for black panther we could own wakanda and shit and you're just like yo what is it about what is it that woke you up to make you feel that way about other black people (laughs) come on and you needed to publicize that to the world for what a pat on the back so you can argue with black people all day so you can feel smarter than them it's that kind of shit where i'm like these are these are constructs that aren't real that we are fighting over but the trauma is real the way we treat each other is real right the things i remember about you saying slick shit to me is real right and And when i see you in person i'm never going to fuck with you and i might not even remember why i'll just go i don't like that nigga and i don't remember why and it's because of some bullshit it's 99% of the time it's gonna be because of some bullshit and it's that and and if we step back further than that it's because some insecurity that we have inside that leads us to fighting each other and it's because of shit we're not happy with in life right you know whether that be that is racism whether it be the homophobia i experience as an lgbtq person uh whether it be uh my uh background as a person of color and i'm dealing with you know racism i'm dealing with uh immigration shit i'm dealing with you know it's so many things there's a woman the things women deal with Mm -hmm. there's so much shit that drives us 
that as long as we don't examine it we just gonna always be banging on people correct but it doesn't necessarily mean that um that it's healthy to not examine it right all right like i said i try to lighten it up let's go to something a little more fun white people news which means we got to play a song which means uh this is everybody's favorite part of the show you say so uh, you guys are welcome girl The offbeat bungo and the tambourine. Woo! He, he was on the ones, he was on the ones and threes, and then 
he got a tambourine he don't even know how to shake and i guess i guess that's my church history you know my church background i'm i'm not used to no offbeat tambourine player now he's a little off he's a little off mm, the ones and threes he was hitting that hard now i can't believe he wasn't um i mean he, i can't believe he wasn't whining and begging right, that's what i'm saying he's he singing with confidence you know don't nobody know all the words of key sweat shit because oh, half of it's just whining sounds come on you know you girl I like you know, yes you yeah, got me twisted yes mm-hmm. we understood you no i got what you need mm-hmm. right here baby you, you're not twisted enough baby she ain't twist you enough right mm-hmm. that's that that's too confident he was up there singing every syllable come on to the t pronouncing and shit no but i have to be strong yes! you did me wrong you did me wrong girl <laughs> i am twisted <laughs> bill murray is rarely one to keep quiet about his opinions in a recent sit down with cnbc's squawk box the actor warned that political discourse has denigrated what degenerated into a clash of clans every day first thing in the morning people are going to war about so much uh my friend who's a great comedy writer jim downey he's accused of being a right-wing comedy writer if there is such a thing murray said he says no i just think the way democrats handle things is poor where they're where they try to pick out little pieces of a population oh well we represent the hispanics we represent the lgbt or something and they're not speaking to everyone at once and it's almost demeaning to say i'm choosing you because you're a splinter group or you're a certain minority group there's almost a resentment that somehow you're separated again by a politician you're my people i'm in control of you i represent you instead of thinking that each citizen has a right to be respected as a citizen first under the laws of the country that is some twisted ass white man old white man logic to somehow make it the fall of the democrats that they would be like uh actually you know we're gonna take a stand for daca uh you're being divisive could you please stop all right just say they need to be respected as human citizens okay stop bringing up the issues yeah but they're deporting my father and he's been here yeah well you know what he's a citizen and they should just respect his rights and that's all that matters like what it's like the it's, it's like don't let him be in charge of the fire department okay hey man the house number three is burning uh first of all all the houses are equally important so i'm just gonna put a little bit of water on everything fuck you man the 67 year old who seen to suggest that such times of political unrest often laid the compost of fertilizer to nurture more stable times of unity ahead added that the current divided atmosphere made comedy of a political nature very difficult how can Kristen wig make everyone laugh she's not thinking about being political she's thinking about what resonates and what is common to all of us i think that's harder and harder to do because people are trying to win their point of view as opposed to saying what if i spoke to everyone despite the difficulties of getting a laugh from politics at the moment murray did play a former white house chief strategist steve bannon on saturday night live after being asked to do the skit by a friend yeah it's different when he does it all right uh they had a really good wig joke the ghost was the star who was as a snl who was an snl cast member from 1977 to 1980 my friend called me up and said would you like to be steve bannon and i said who wouldn't during the wide-ranging interview in which he also touched on the harvey weinstein scandal which has led people to get injustice more quicker than usual avid golfer murray also discussed his reaction to the republican tax reform the change in the tax law is a great thing for corporations it's a fantastic thing i don't pretend to understand what that will mean in the future in terms of the economy or what the budget will do will have to do to take care of what people call entitlements in the first step 
it's the in the first step it's made things easier i think people feel like there was probably too much regulation and yet you just hope that they know they don't throw out the baby with the bathwater when breaking down regulations on the Weinstein scandal he said if people are monstrous it eventually comes back we get justice but we don't get it when we want it this is unusual people are getting their justice rather quickly um so yeah that's all things that i cared about in this right and that's sad you know mm-hmm. bill murray was uh one of those people that uh i think i feel like he had a lovable reputation because people don't know his politics or what the fuck he talks about right and it's kind of like that sierra thing where it's like an own goal because you got a lot of people that like you because they don't know what the fuck you really think right. inside and you start talking to people like oh okay i can't fuck with you mm-hmm uh and it's just that typical white liberal shit too the white moderate of like we all are just humans guys and i think Mm -hmm. if we stop talking about racism it'll go away and just it's more about just being human it's like well they're not trying to kick you out the country so Mm. shut the fuck up come on logan paul posted a video of himself confronting his home intruder because of course logan paul is that same dude is he gonna go away uh he's the youtuber who of course posted footage of himself um with the suicide shit and got kicked off of youtube i guess the only reason something. why i remember him is because <clears throat> he keep coming up i probably would have put him in in obscurity with the rest of the white folks i was waiting for you to ask who he was uh at any anyway, the only reason why i remember because he keep coming back up uh thursday he posted video footage of himself confronting the intruder who discovered he discovered to sleep in his living room on tuesday night before making a citizen's arrest the 20 year old alleged pro, uh, trespasser Taj DeAndre Spate was detained by Paul and later arrested and booked in the jail. Los Angeles police uh, said, but since the incident unfolded inside the six and a half million uh, uh, estate that they have, uh, which m- where much of his vlogging is filmed, it was of course all recorded and used for content. The vlog title, I arrested the guy who broke into my house, in my house. Paul, uh, uh paul said he and his father greg came home from dinner when they discovered spate in the living room around 10 p.m paul and greg looked shocked to find spate sleeping face down on the couch on the sofa spate had even taken off his shoes and unfastened his belt for the nap where there's a kid in my couch on my couch in that room over there who i don't think i invited logan said to the camera while next to his father i have no idea who that is both pauls moved into the living room to confront spate filming the entire encounter yo who the fuck are you who the fuck are you logan screen in his vlog my boy who, who we are about to fucking murk you logan paul he gonna you gonna kill somebody bro word yeah using terms you probably don't even know what it means word you gonna you gonna murk him my boy he definitely says nigga when the camera's not on you know he does oh appropriate ass motherfucker logan became even more infuriated when he noticed spate had also plugged in his cell phone charger he yelled damn my boy made himself at home you got the full charge dog compliments of the maverick household ultimately lapd officers are called however when the officers informed paul that spate would be facing an aggravated trespassing charge logan defended the alleged intruder saying i'll do fairness he wasn't really aggravated he was kind of like chill and charging his phone logan also was initially reluctant to press charges at all telling officers he felt like the kid made a mistake if there's one thing i have learned in the past month is forgiveness and i don't feel like pressing charges i don't feel like he came in here with malicious intent 
later in the video though logan revealed he did ultimately decide to press charges for his safety spade who reportedly entered through an unlocked front door was (laughs) unlocked front door (laughs) what i passed the front door and checked to see if it's locked again i'll be just walking around is it locked only white people with a six and a half million dollar estate had a fucking front door unlocked (laughs) give me 200 square feet i'm locking shit fuck that uh anyway the dude was charged with trespassing he's being held on four thousand dollar bail paul's representative declined to comment on the arrest did the house not have curtains either as a result of the trespassing incident paul said he will now employ armed security and double the number of security cameras at his house to 40 at the Paul return on YouTube, January 24th, followed major backlash for his video showing a dead body declared. He started a new chapter in his life, but in recent days, his vlogs have returned to a stunt-filled video clips. Never missing a chance to plug his merchandise. He said, do not break it to my house, because next time you saw the knives, I will stab you. So he told his subscribers to buy his loungewear as well. <sighs> mm-hmm. By the way, his hiatus from YouTube was self-imposed in case y'all was wondering mm-hmm. if he turned over a good leaf and became a good person Mm-mm. wrong no, no youtube was like uh yeah you could be here but uh, you know what you ain't gonna get this sponsorship money mm-hmm. so now it's quote-unquote self-imposed after youtube decided to push the sponsors rob Lowe slams bella thorne for tweeting mudslide road closures were affecting her com- commute oh can we see the pics i forgot we ain't see we can't see the pics this these i didn't put them up because they weren't the kind of pictures for um like look at what they got on ah okay so since they weren't those articles i just didn't put them up no problem uh but i can let y'all see if y'all care uh rob Lowe called out bella thorne after the actress tweeted that road closures caused by california's deadly mudslides were going to make her miss her boyfriend's concert what <laughs> don't get whiter than that goddamn mudslides the cold black star flying all in my way and shit the cold black uh the cold black star 53 shared a screenshot of thorne's 20 tweet uh thorne who's 20 tweet on instagram which read fuck you 101 to santa barbara uh i'm missing my boyfriend's first date on tour on his tour sad face low responded writing this attitude is why people hate celebrities hollywood bella i'm sorry you were inconvenienced we will try to move out our dead quicker Thorne deleted her original tweet but tweeted an apology thursday writing fuck just got caught up on some news had no idea why the one-on-one was shut down get home to your family safe and added a heart emoji yeah after somebody was like hey dog you know you mad about the slide and you probably can see him at the next concert to be told but yeah people people died off the slide you fussing about you know here's the thing though in all fairness she might not have known about them fucking mud slides mm-hmm. he didn't have to do that you could have replied like hey you know it's some mudslides right and people died who, so that's who why responded to her just he did he took a picture of her tweet and then he responded to that picture oh, so i'm saying he could have, okay yeah know, yeah yeah he could have been like hey you know rob, rob Lowe is a famous dude he could have just hit her back like hey ah uh, okay okay i see these are two famous white people okay i'm with yeah, you yeah it's, it's some white cat fighting you know it's kind of like like i said it's kind of like black people on twitter fighting about them fucking uh obama paintings okay i i misunderstood yeah 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 no i thought it was like somebody mm-hmm. from like the dot like hey uh dog but i but i don't think they would respond like that though Mm-mm. 
the mudslides which hit tuesday morning have brought daily destruction in neighborhoods in the montecito area of santa barbara county with 17 people including four children confirmed dead the number of missing could be as high as 43 good god uh, authority said late thursday low shared that friends of his are among the missing so he was also in an emotional place too correct so he probably reacted to her as if she didn't give a fuck about them people she's 20 there's a very good chance her, her dumb ass don't even care about that shit because everyone's dumb at 20 by the way yes they are there's, but there's a very good chance that she uh, except for um aisha i mean what's an uh yahira shahidi yeah she she other than that the rest of us are pretty dumb. stupid at 20 yeah she she accomplished more in, in her few years than i have in my whole lifetime right there's like three people that's smart right that's not that's not 20 yet but everybody else is pretty much stupid yeah the obama girl and that's that's about it the obama girls that's it but and at the end of the day even if she was mad about the traffic that ain't why them people died that's true too and she's not uh, she's not fucking um she's not um obligated to perform any type of grief over that shit either so it is what it is just a way to make yourself feel better by making her feel bad mm-hmm. um anyway she deleted it and apologized and shit so good luck um everybody jeff bridges said his home was severely damaged but he was safe uh ellen degeneres became emotional on thursday during her talk show when she explained that she and her wife portia de rossi had been forced to evaluate their home in the area uh so you know you got these fires and mudslides and all kinds I, of shit i mean it's it's crazy i mean you driving on a highway in california look like an inferno in front of you mm-hmm uh here's some white people news the queen and princess diana's bra fitter has been stripped of its royal warrant after its former owner revealed royal secrets in a tell-all memoir oh shit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not the british tea (laughs) the english tea my question is what the fuck were you telling one of them titties was saggy and the other was i mean were you giving bra sizes what's happening here like what did you know a bra fitter i mean push-ups i mean she says it's a c cup but really it's a b we just wanted to feel better right somebody said padding yeah padding mm-hmm. when june kenton and her husband harold bought rigby and keller in 1982 the luxurious lingerie brand already had a long clientele list of ladies with a capital l and the aristocratic cream de la creme uh not to mention a royal warrant even the grandest ladies need to be well supported said kenton according to the daily mail who measures her clients by air by eye rather than by conventional methods mm, them titties look like about a 36c <laughs> however <laughs> when kenton published her memoirs titled storm in a d cup oh shit not storm in the d cup what's happening in them cups that is a storm is happening and now she's spilling tea from the tea cup <laughs> in march 2016 the royal course corsetary corsetier i don't know mm-hmm. uh tier. that's what it is quickly uh ceased to be invited to a conduct fitting to conduct fittings at the palace as a result of the memoirs which recount kenton's personal experiences of fitting various members of the royal family wandering through Birmingham palace as well as other anecdotes from her time in the lingerie business rigby and peller lost his royal warrant this week rigby and peller has nine boutiques across the uk including locations in mayfair chelsea and its flagship store in knightsbridge braziers uh typically retail for around 80 pounds to 110 pounds which is 110 to 150 dollars in u.s good god that honey that you know and i know bras can get expensive and i ain't got no big titties but yeah you spending that much you better be able to uh bounce a rock off of them that them shits ought to be hard well as victoria seekers would call it a sale 
<laughs> y'all didn't know i had those jokes in my repertoire did you that's right ladies but keep your cold yeah. feet off me <laughs> your titties better not be moving 150 dollars on the bra kenton has pl- spent plenty of time with the, with both the queen and princess diana throughout the years she regularly traveled to buckingham palace to conduct fittings for the queen over the span of almost 35 years and even claims that she became good friends with diana when it turned out they both attended the same sports rehabilitation clinic in cheswick west london every week even after kenton and her husband sold their majority stake in the business in 2011 kenton remained on the firm's board and continued to fit the queen's bras having established a strong professional relationship with the monarch in order to be issued a royal warrant a brand or retailer must have supplied goods and services to the royal family for at least five out of the last seven years if a company loses this royal warrant any promotional material or shop signs bearing the royal coat of arms must be removed within a given time frame agreed between royal warrant holders association and a retailer russell tangway director of warrants at the royal warrant holders association confirmed to the mail online that rigby and keller no longer works or holds a royal warrant on tuesday kenton memoirs uh contain amounts of uh, accounts of the author fitting the queen princess diana and queen mother and princess margaret the memoirs specifically recall one of the queen's fittings conducted in her private apartments at the palace when kenton described in an unglorious fashion comparing them to an old-fashioned dentist waiting room and a jumble of mismatched furniture oh how dare she as well as uncovering the drab style side of buckingham palace kenton also revealed that princess diana previously accepted posters of bikini and lingerie models for princes william and harry uh princes william and harry i never met william and harry though she was always talking about them kenton revealed in her book i gave her posters of models in lingerie and swimwear for them to put up in their studies and eat at eton kenton has not been invited back to the palace since the memoirs were published in 2016 Mm -mm mm-mm that is so sad mm-hmm. telling all they business can you have any secrets these days you know apparently not uh all right um let's get ready to get out of here guys uh let's do some sore ratchetness and uh wrap this bad boy up we'll play some uh guest the race tomorrow hopefully yes probably take out some trash too oh <laughs> <laughs> um from self-defense to brutal excessive sword slayer gets eight years oh Mm -hmm. a sword attack that killed an attempted vigilante in north end three years ago may have started as self-defense but it ended in a disturbing brutality that deserves a long prison sentence a manitoba judge's rule court of queen's bench justice james edmund sentenced the 29 year old damien fontaine to eight years in prison for manslaughter in the september 2013 stabbing death of 25 year old philip rick george amos amos with a machete like sword hidden in his pant leg showed up at the housing complex where fontaine had been smoking crack oh shit swords and crack not a good mix my friends no it's not he threatened to kill fontaine who he believed was a sex offender and cut him with his curved blade but he ended up dying by his own sword when fontaine not only fought back hitting him over the head with a dumbbell weight that knocked amos to the ground and sent him running away but he followed amos amos outside and stabbed him several times oh shit so the guy who was accused of being a sex offender somehow got the machete from the guy who attacked him and then knocked him out chased him outside knocked him down chased him outside and then stabbed him to death 
wow before he fled the bloody scene on his bicycle fontaine circled around bicycle Mm -hmm. why did that detail why was that the problem (laughs) (laughs) he was i guess he expected his getaway to be quick on the bicycle crackheads are quick on the bicycle too my bad uh fontaine circled around i mean karen he wouldn't be a real crackhead if he had a car yeah that's true i mean that's every true. there's two things in crackheads lives crack and things you can sell to get crack uh, yeah there's no such thing as a fucking car <laughs> like bicycle that was like the least crackiest thing you could do true before, true before he fled the bloody scene on his bicycle fontaine circled around amos's body and kicked him in the head a fact the judge said was particularly disturbing while there can be no doubt that the accuser provoked and probably feared for his life the response is excessive very violent and brutal oh that's just a crack talking apparently it is fontaine's defense lawyer bruce bonnie had asked the judge to impose a sentence of up to six years in prison a range the judge said was too low for such a violent crime Mm. but the crown's proposal of 10 years in prison was excessive considering fontaine's troubled upbringing fontaine was abused and neglected at a young age shuffled in and out of child and family services play, uh, placements and started abusing drugs and alcohol when he was just nine years old he apologized to amos's family during the sentencing hearing last week saying he thinks of them every day i have no right to ask for forgiveness but i want to say i'm truly sorry for what i've done to your child the judge said he believed his apology was sincere and encouraged him to continue on the road to recovery and get counseling while he's in custody with credit to time already served fontaine has three and a half years left behind bars eight years for killing a man with a sword wow i guess because the dude attacked him first and it wasn't his sword (laughs) so i actually would say that the real warning here is don't go run up on a crackhead with a sword you never know what the fuck gonna happen you never know dog now you dead because you thought you was beating up a pedophile they still didn't say if he was a sex offender so you probably had some bad information and now you dead because that fucking sword had you charged up charge it to the game all right guys see y'all tomorrow until then i love you i love you too